But first, the Pentagon is shedding some more light on the big changes it made last week to the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program. Tens of thousands of companies will still need to get a third-party certification, but even more only have to submit a self-attestation to win defense contracts. For the latest, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. And what are we hearing this week now about what's become known as CMMC 2.0, Justin? Right. To get people caught up who haven't heard, uh, the Pentagon released some big changes about on CMMC following a months-long review last week. They're significantly reducing the amount of companies that will need a certification of their cybersecurity practices under the CMMC program. And this week, we got some detailed numbers on exactly how many companies fall in the self-attestation bucket versus who will still have to get a certification. Dave McCown is Deputy DOD Chief Information Officer for Cybersecurity. He spoke at an event Wednesday, and he talked about how there are about 220,000 companies in the defense industrial base total and 140,000 companies fall into what is called CMMC Level 1, where they only have information that will require a self-attestation of their cybersecurity practices. Here's McCown talking a little bit more about that. About 140,000 of them do have contract-related data uh, just for executing the contract, but it's not information that anybody would really care about if it was lost to the enemy. Uh, we're not going to see a new F-35 rollout because somebody lost that data. That's Dave McCown, Deputy DoD Chief Information Officer for Cybersecurity. And as we said at the top, then that leaves several tens of thousands of companies that do have sensitive information, do need more than self-attestation. What about them? Here's where it gets complicated and stick with me here. What we just described was level one. Level two under CMMC, the new CMMC is called advanced. And, and there are about 80,000 companies in there they're considered level two because they have what's termed controlled unclassified information. Only about half of those, though, manage CUI that is considered critical to national security. That's according to McCown. So about 40,000 companies that do manage that critical information will need to get a third-party assessment from one of these third-party assessment organizations. The other 40,000 who are still under level two will join the rest in only having to submit a self-attestation. So you'll hear DOD officials talk about how level two is bifurcated, where basically you have a split there between companies who need to get the certification and, and don't. And then there's also level three, and that's only about 500 companies right now who manage information that's so critical that DOD will not even allow them to go to a third party to get a certification. DOD is going to grade them themselves through an internal DOD division. Those are the companies that are handling things so sensitive, like the actual F-35 blueprints, to go with McCown's example. It's not a lot of companies total in the defense industrial base. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday, and another big change is companies do not necessarily need to have all the requirements in place at the contract award time. Does that mean there'll be have a grace period? What's that all about? Yeah, we, we actually got some details on what that grace period looks like. So under CMMC 2.0, companies will be able to submit something called a plan of action and milestones if the DOD program office allows it. And it'll essentially allow these companies who don't have all of the CMMC requirements in place yet to put together a plan that says, here's how we're going to get there. Now, DOD says there are some requirements that they're not going to allow companies to defer before contract award. They haven't said what those are, but they're among the more important network security requirements. But for things that they do put in those plans of action and milestones, companies will have 180 days after contract award to complete those outstanding issues. Buddy Dees is director of the CMMC program within the Pentagon's acquisition directorate. 
He spoke at a CMMC accreditation body town hall on Tuesday night about how that grace period is going to work. If a company failed to meet that requirement on the timeline, then a contracting officer would have the ability then to implement the normal remedies for you know failure to meet uh, contract requirements. And so it gives some, some flexibility to the DIB company, but also gives a remedy approach for the DOD in the event that they aren't closed. And that's Program Director Buddy Dees. Justin, officials said it could be some time, though, before we actually see CMMC show up in contracts, which is the rubber hitting the road. What did they specify on that one? Right. Well, originally, we thought we were going to see CMMC start showing up in contracts this year before the big review happened. And now with these changes, DOD is going to roll out a formal rulemaking um, and there will be no requirements in contracts before then. Buddy Dees said that that typically takes somewhere between nine and 24 months. So instead of seeing CMMC show up in contracts this year, we might not see, see them in contracts and still, until the fall of 2023. All right. By then, General Electric will be broken up. Lots of things will happen in business history before then. And also, we saw last week there's still a role for the accreditation body, but with hundreds of thousands or 140,000 companies not needing its services anymore, it's going to be a diminished entity. So what do we hear about that? Right. Well, you know, we did hear that there are still those tens of thousands of companies who need the accreditation. So there, the CMMC accreditation body is still going to be needed to do the training for CMMC courses for people who want to be assessors. They're also going to do the accrediting of third-party assessment organizations and individuals so they can go out and score these companies on their cybersecurity practices if they need it. Jesse Salazar, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Industrial Policy, he also spoke at the town hall on Tuesday. He said DOD's review did consider the future of that accreditation body. And that, that was a big question going into this is, is what was this going to look like? Were they going to keep this independent organization kind of floating out there and continuing to play a central role? Well, Salazar said that after the review, they felt pretty strongly that the accreditation body was going to be there going forward. Here's what he said at the town hall. What we've seen over the last few months is a real professionalization of the AB as professional staff has been put in place. You know, our intent is to stick with the AB as our assessor, uh, as our trainer, as our uh, as our partner on this. All right. So that's the future of the accreditation body. Sounds like they are really solidifying the changes that did come out just last week. They're still there and they have a contract, a no cost contract that was put out there by the, the DOD. And we'll have to see what happens to that. That'll be the actual legal outline of what their role is. But as Jesse Salazar said, they, they have a role here going forward and we'll see exactly what the details are in the future. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of his CMMC coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.